money. A delicate subject. It's a subject most people are reluctant to discuss. They are reluctant because speaking about it can attract severe criticism. However, you and I are brave souls, so let's wander into this misunderstood area of life. Lord Bacon gave us some valuable advice when he said money is a good servant, but a bad master. In developing our desire for money, we should also seek a balance of wisdom as well. Otherwise, the accumulation of wealth could bring with it the potential to distort our personality and rob us of our life. I have often thought it to be rather strange, and I should probably add sad, that the earning of money is not taught in our school systems anywhere in the world, even though money is a medium of exchange which is accepted and used. Poverty hurts. I mean, I don't like it. And I don't like that our academic system is so corrupt. So it's one of the most important messages I have for entrepreneurs is that failure should inspire you to get smarter. Don't let failure ever stop you. You know, use your brain, use your creativity. And unfortunately, our school system says if you, if you fail, you're stupid. That is not true. So the lesson to young people is don't take a job for the money. Take a job for what you learn. In school, they compensate for risk by telling you to memorize the right answer. So in other words, these kids leave, young people like you leave school thinking, oh, if I know the right answers, then there's no risk. And it drives old guys like me crazy. You know, we learn from our mistakes. Mistakes are opportunities to get smarter, be humble, and take a look at something. You know, millennials are the most highly educated. They know all the answers, but they're afraid of doing anything. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Kishiered Podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, you know, when I play a clip like that, it, it energizes me, truly. I love hearing the motivation, the truth of... Look, I've told this story before about the wedge of discouragement. I find it to be very accurate. When you look at the fact that so many people are so afraid of taking action, they're afraid to fail, they're afraid to do something wrong. When I think it's, is it Robert Kiyosaki? I think that's his name. I really hope I'm getting that right. When he talks about how it drives the older generation crazy that younger people are afraid to make any semblance of a mistake. Any kind of risk taking is seen as negative or bad. When the opposite is true, and it all, you might be asking me, Austin, what does this have to do with the topic today? Well, the topic today is how to never be poor. Now, when I say poor, what image comes to your head? Do you picture maybe someone who's homeless? Uh, do you picture someone living in a tent? Do you picture someone shaking out like they're opening their wallet and, you know, dust comes out? Well, what do you picture when you picture poverty? Now, I would like to make a distinction between poverty and being broke. They are not the same thing. Not at all the same thing. In fact, the mere notion that the two coincide is a misnomer. And I'll explain to you why in just a second. But before I do that, I want to share this with you. Now, you may be asking, how many people live near the poverty line? And I want to tie this in in just a moment. It says... And in 2021, now I can't always have everything up to date because the census is only taken so often, 
the U.S. Census Bureau estimated that 11.6% of Americans, or roughly 38 million people, live at or below the poverty line. And it says this is not significantly different from 2000, from 2020. Okay. It says the poverty threshold, here are the numbers. The poverty threshold in 2021 was 27,740 for a family of four and 13,788 for a single individual. It says about half of the people in poverty, 18.2 million, were in deep poverty, meaning they earned less than half of the poverty threshold. So half of 27.7 thousand if they're a family or half of... 13.7 if they were an individual. It says 11.6 million people live just above the poverty line. It says the United Nations Social Policy and Development Division, say that four times fast, identifies inequalities in income distribution and access to resources, services, and opportunities as the causes of poverty. And of course, they go on a list, women, religious minorities, and racial minorities are the most vulnerable. Yeah, 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 we get it. We get it. The, the, the standard line, when you read a sentence like this, you think that uh, the, the white man stole it from them. Yeah, thank you very much for that. We, we appreciate it. Thanks. Everyone loves a good boogeyman, I guess. But my friends, I bring that up to make it to help drive this notion home to you that being poor and being broke are not the same thing. Broke is a temporary financial situation. Poor is a mindset and a lifestyle. Now, you might think, you know, oh, I might be poor. No, no, no. Being poor, me, those who are people, when someone says you're broke, that means I had money at some point, right? Or, you know, whether it was a lot of money or a little bit of money, I had money at some point. Because you had to have something to lose it. That's what being broke means. Being poor means you like you live in it. And I find it to be rather strange and I might say really concerning that people talk about poverty almost as if if you're poor, you have superior virtues. And if you're rich, you're bad. Or you're inherently greedy, you're evil, or you stole it from somebody. Not true. Not true at all, by the way. In fact... I find it funny that people say that when you're poor, you got money problems. No, no, no. It's the lack of money that's your problem. You know, how can you have money problems when you don't have much money? It's the rich people who have money problems. Excuse me. It's the rich people who have money problems. And they have far more money problems than the people who are poor. But I wanted to, I want to highlight something from the first video talking about um, the making of money. Now, I c that video is fantastic, by the way. I would look. I think it was Earl Nightingale who was was it might have been Earl Nightingale with a little bit of a voice changer. But this idea of that Napoleon Hill really I think made famous is this idea of money not being the physical paper, the banknote in your wallet, but instead the byproduct of the contributions you contribute to society. In other words. If you are a rare skill, you have a rare talent, you bring something unique to the table, you're going to get paid more because your service or your product is more valuable versus if you are just a minimum wage worker, well, then you're very easily replaced, which means that you're not going to earn as much. So if you give more 
you will receive more back. That's the first problem people have. You wanna know how to never be poor? I'll give you three things about how to never be poor. Number one, you need to realize that money is only, money comes as a result of what you give. You see, when you think about money in that context, instead of saying, how can I get more money? You need to think, how can I give more? Because it seems, it seems backwards, but let me explain it. Because when you're talking about, you cannot get if you do not first give. You may say that's wrong, it's not. Anything other than that would be transgression of the natural law. For example, if a farmer was to go harvest another farmer's field, that'd be stealing, right? Exactly. That's exactly what you would be doing if you're trying to take without first giving. So number one about how to never be poor is you have to be obsessed with giving. Because the more you give, the more you will get out of life. Don't you, don't you think there's a correlation between the more that content creators push out more content, the more money they receive? You think that's on accident? No. That's the first one I think that's extremely important on how to never be poor. Second, on how to never be poor. Always pay yourself first. What does that mean? Take at least 10%. Every time you get a paycheck, I don't care if it's $1,000 or $100,000 you immediately pay yourself 10%, whether that comes in the form of investing that 10%, whether it comes as you put it away in a different uh, savings account, or whether it's you do something, you have to always pay yourself first. Because if you don't pay yourself first, there's not going to be money left over later. I can guarantee you. The problem is not spending the money. The problem is retaining money. Retaining little... That's like... Let me... Let me go back to the farmer example. The farmer keeps a portion of his crop so that he can use the seeds to sow more fields. The same thing can be said for you. What are you doing right now when it comes to, even if you're working a job that you absolutely cannot stand, I guarantee you, you save 10% of every paycheck you make for the next year, next two years, you can use that money to did slowly invest that money maybe into a new business venture that you've wanted to start. You invest that in maybe a content creating venture. You will see those acorns sprout into mighty oak trees. I've seen it in my own life. You see that little book cover that I added in the, in the bottom. I think it should be in the, what, the bottom left hand of the screen. That's my first book. Biblical Bachelor. I put a lot of money in a lot of time into making this book and it's only gonna be the first of many that's a perfect example of what i'm talking about i could have spent that money in a bunch of useless garbage but i didn't instead i invested it in myself because i paid myself first so that i could use that money however i wanted see how that works so we had number one we have number two. Now you're probably wondering what is number three. Before I give you number three, I want to. I really want to drive one more point home. Being broke is temporary, because people who have a lot of money can bounce back, but people who are poor, they live in it. 
They think, well, we've always been poor. Number the third, that brings me to my third point. The third point is to how to never be poor, never blame other people for your problems. Because when you blame other people for your problems, you rob yourself of an opportunity for growth. You rob yourself of an opportunity to become better, learn, and never make the mistake again. When you blame someone else, it's very, very easy to just then just say, oh, you know what, that was a fluke, it's not gonna happen again. Then you'll try the same thing again and it will produce the same result and then you'll blame someone else again. Do not blame other people for your problems. Accept accountability because then you assume control. And once you assume control, you can direct it however you want. Because that is energy, whether it's positive or negative, makes no difference. You can transmute it if you have the ability and the desire to do so. My friends, being poor is a mindset, being broke is a temporary situation. It's a momentary problem. Now, some of you might live in poverty at the current moment. I mean, your parents are poor, your grandparents are poor. Maybe you might even say you're poor right now. I want you to stop saying you're poor and start saying that you're broke. Because then guess what? When you when you say that you're broke, that means, wait a minute, I, can, I need to start working to get more money. When you say poor, you almost be like, you almost wear it as like a blanket. It's like a lead blanket where it weighs you down, but you also feel warm. Versus it being like a, a kick in the pants to get better. You need to assume responsibility. You need to pay yourself first. Please, I beg you, pay yourself first. If you don't do that, you will end up in a world of trouble and you'll hate it. Got to change your mindset. Mindset is powerful. It seems infantile, seems silly. It is not. It's life changing. I wish I could tell you that it's just, oh, it's so simple. It, in some regards, it's very simple. In other ways, you, it's a choice you make every day you wake up. Because the more you choose, the more you choose to be accountable, the more you choose to pursue and take risks. Your life will change. It has to. Because otherwise, guess what? If you don't take action, you can't expect any results. But even if you put something on the universe that fails, at least you try and you can learn from that and change your approach and do it again, you'll win next time. My friends, being poor is something that people often see as it was decided for them never decided for you it's never over it's never over what's your excuse for being poor i'm not poor i might be broke sometimes but i'm never poor are you or are you just broke and on your way to bounce back my friends i'd like to hear what you have to say about this or any other topic i raised today you can hit me up in the comment section if you're watching on youtube or on rumble or if you can head on over to X or, you know, formerly Twitter, follow me over there at Sheep Get Sheared. I'll leave the in the comment section in the description. And I will be placing my book on pre-order not too long from now, Biblical Bachelor. 
You can order on ebook, paperback, hardcover. I'm going to start working on getting an audiobook for it. Well, my friends, I'll be putting on a pre-order shortly. should be released on Halloween. So I will, when that is out on pre-order, I will put that in the description. But my friends, I appreciate you being here today, showing support for the Sheep Get Your Podcast. Well, my friends, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. We're out of here. Have a great day. Stop being poor and start. Don't be broke anymore. Work your way up. You can do it. Take care of yourselves. I'm out. Peace.